<laughs> we should, since you two are repeat guests, we should have you do the intro. Yeah. Oh God. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and throw it to Candace on this Fuck. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I believe in you. Hold on. Hold on. Do it. it out. Oh God. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Welcome listeners. This is episode six of your dad is a bear. Whoa. Wow. Um, I am not your host, but my name is Candace Parker. She's back. Yeah. Yeah. And I am here with our other special guest. Robert Shaw. Voicemail again. (laughs) The message is, he's back. Back, baby. You guys are like that dinosaurs movie. That movie was really weird. Actually, I beg to differ. <laughs> I'm like that movie with the, uh, the uh, I don't remember the title. That's the one. The yep. one with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, y'all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> I'm Tannis, a host. Uh, and I am Mike Lugo. Yeah. I like that little, that little <laughs> cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, This will be maybe a shorter episode. I don't know. I can't count. (laughs) We have topics of aliens and telepathic communication. Dun, dun, dun. Which, if was real, we wouldn't have podcasts. Just going to put that out there. All right, let's do it. Okay, why do you say that? (laughs) So if telepathic communication was real, we Uh wouldn't have podcasts because no one would have a need to listen to them. They can just instantaneously receive information. I beg to differ. Yeah. Oh. I think that there are things between the lines that the the, the, the listeners can listen to and not pick up on. Because whenever I say chocolate, you know what I'm really saying, huh? Mm. Yeah. In, in a society of telepathic beings, you would have to build up barriers mentally mm-hmm. to, to, you know... Withhold Ooh. secrets or, you know, keep the personal stuff in there. Uh, unless you're like that Star Trek episode where they found the uh, the, the telepaths that would like communicate with, with, with video mind things, okay. pictures. But, uh, it's like but, a pop-up book yeah. in augmented reality. Exactly. They had no secrets in that society. It was very trusting. Brain society. hackers. Don't, don't, don't. We're not that society, though. No, not yet. No. We, we all got secrets. <laughs> no, we're far more advanced. <laughs> far more. So I'm going to throw a scenario at you. Oh, is, I, the, is this the interview question? Well, it, it's a conversation piece. Okay. Mm. Mm. And uh, I look forward to your responses. In a world <laughs> where aliens exist. Wait. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was expecting that. Oh, man. In a universe where aliens exist. That's this one, by the way, because they do exist, right? We don't know. Or we do we? Do we? Do we? Do they exist? Yes. Holy shit, they do. <laughs> so I've heard some theories <laughs> about extraterrestrials having telepathic abilities. To such an extent that they no longer have the ability to physically speak. They don't have voice boxes. Because, fuck that. Why do you need that when you can just think your thoughts at people and they hear it in their brains? Uh, That idea, coupled with the thought that perhaps the reason for some of the aliens, presuming they exist, is that they're here to observe and study us, but not just us. Every being on this planet that we lovingly call Earth, like Stella. I wouldn't say lovingly, but okay. Yeah, well. (laughs) 
It's the earth, man. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. The earth is okay? Yeah. The earth is okay. I think the earth it's is good, right. man. I think it's the people on the earth that are well, yeah, questionable. Yeah, no, I agree. Yes, yeah. I agree. So, uh, overrated. Mm. So what if our ability, the human ability to feel and exert emotions is exactly what the telepathic aliens are trying to reclaim? I mean, what if they were once like us and evolved too much? Kind of thinking of what would happen to us if we were to develop telepathic capabilities. Well, if, if aliens ever were at one point like us and then they evolved, I've lost all respect for this. <laughs> Human beings are a very primitive creature. I'd like to think for a split second that, that they are here. And by the way, voice boxes, it's such a human quality. Like, it, it's horrible, okay? The way you talk to people is 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 telecommunication. I can even do this with my brother. Some people call it twinning. It's real, man. It exists, and we're primitive as hell. Twinning. Twinning, man. Oh. Well, only a fraction of, of communication is done verbally, you know? Mm -hmm. you, you have to account for uh, body language, facial gestures, you know, uh, tone. presence, tone for yeah. sure. Um, the, the, the feeling, feeling. You know, people actually can pick up feeling off of other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was... <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> no, have you have you ever gotten that like that hair raising feeling in the back of your neck and then you've literally just turned around and someone's staring at you and you can't yeah. explain that? Yeah. He's absolutely right. Absolutely right. But whenever I'm talking about twinning, I'll talk about this one crazy story that I have. And it's not just with like, I'm not saying it just happens with your brother. It could happen with your best friend. I don't know. I, I like to compare it to like a Bluetooth link. Like if you spend <laughs> enough time with that person, it, bloop, bloop, you've all where you've connected and you can think things at the same time, you know, that, you know, jinx and all that good stuff like that. But my brother and I were actually, uh, we were taking advantage of the iPhone that the drawing where you can just draw a little text message and then send it in different colors and stuff. We have a lot of fun. We, we did that for like three hours one night and we were both working. We didn't say anything about it. We were both working on these masterpieces for all of five minutes. We were having a good time giggling and everything. My brother and I sent it to each other at the same time. And I, I, I shit you not. I remember I can curse on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Tannis and Mike and Candace, I shit you not. We had sent each other a same drawing. Uh, basically same color, same schemes, different in the ways that it was supposed to be. I mean, we weren't going to do a, a copy for copy, mm -hmm. same joke from when we were in middle school, like 12 or 15 years ago. We, it was probably the sixth picture that we'd sent each other. Cause we were running out of jokes, you know, a little blue Sonic, the hedgehog, something like that. And then I thought of this great joke, this inside joke that we had. And I just started going to work on it. He was on the other side of the room. It's not like he was like, Oh, I'm going to, oh, that's a good one. I'm going to do it too. <laughs> we both hit send. And we were blown away for 30 minutes. We were just sitting there in awe of like all that humans yeah, are, are capable yeah. of. But the fluoride in the water holds us back from, man. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, <laughs> I, I would the never. The lesson is don't drink water. I would ever. never, I would never compare an alien to a filthy human being. You know what I'm saying? As is a, a human is a filthy creature. An alien, in my imagination, and you know, I can let my imagination run wild, is is so advanced. It wasn't even a human to begin with, but definitely, definitely talking vocals. That's just such a man. It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's man. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Well, so, so yeah, it is very much a human concept that we're, we're thinking that other creatures can communicate verbally, you know. Uh, but, like, how else? You know, like, uh, there, there are other forms of language. You know, there, there are written forms of language. 
uh, you know, uh, physical forms of language where you're communicating through uh, physical gestures, but verbal language, being able to push air out of the body, vibrate, you know, on a, a muscle uh, to create sounds, uh, manipulate sounds with your tongue, you know, that itself is not necessarily human. You know, we, we, we like to think it is, but what other creatures on this planet mimic very, very similar, uh, you know, verbal communication? Simba. Simba, Simba? Mufasa, <laughs> Disney <Scar>. animals. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, Disney animals. Uh, but you know, just like dogs, uh, cats, um, birds, birds can mimic our our you know our sounds, actual speech. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so can you completely exclude the the possibility that that in an advanced civilization uh, at one point, you know, several millennia ago? didn't have this ability to, to verbally communicate, didn't physically have this, that, that over the years, selective breeding, you know, uh, survival of the fittest didn't eventually just, just weed this out because of other forms of communication were more efficient. I'd like to add for the record that, uh, (laughs) in no way did I come to debate these two great minds here. Uh, anything I say is at a, uh, a 13 year old level. (laughs) And there's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna match wits with you guys. No way. This no is way. just fun to think about. Everything, I, absolutely. Everything I bring up on this show could be completely wrong, and I just don't know it yet. And this this stuff is all theorizing anyway. Like Candace, you probably are an alien. Duh. I mean, secrets out, guys. So <laughs> Shit. surprise. Is, is Tom Cruise one of yours? Ugh, no, no. <laughs> you he's, know he's different. Belongs to the other guys. <laughs> yeah, we don't like him. <laughs> well, I kind of started thinking about this because in the last episode we were talking about values and all that good kind of shit. It, it was kind of brought up that life wouldn't really be worse if we didn't have certain things, but that's just that we wouldn't really know about them, so we would just be content. But what if it was normal for us to be able to share thoughts and ideas without speaking them? And I don't mean you know, sign language or drawing or what any of that. I just mean like, what if we could have telepathy and have an hour long conversation in a second, like Mm. in a nanosecond. Okay. Why does it speed up time? Why is there no sense of time? Because when you're sharing information telepathically, you Mm -hmm. immediately understand it because just the nature of that sci-fi business. (laughs) I get it. I get it. It would be like, um, it would be like watching a movie on your laptop takes you about an hour and 30 minutes, but dumping the data into the laptop only took a second. Right. The movie's all there. (laughs) Yeah. I get it. It's all about perception. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So I think if we had that ability, we would all be sociopaths (laughs) because we wouldn't be able to empathize because there'd be no emotion. The reason there's emotion is because we're able to disagree. But I still feel like you would disagree even if you do understand exactly what the other person is thinking. But you share the information so rapidly that you can understand each perspective. I feel like it would be slightly different. Like like you could share this information so quickly, uh, but because of that, we would develop uh, kind of faster reflexes. You know, yeah. our perception, our, our physical ability would have to, to match our, our mental ability. Um, kind of makes me think of that, that, okay, so I'm, I'm a huge Trekkie, you know, that's, that's <laughs> just, you know, who I am. Uh, and I've been like binge watching, uh, both, uh, the next generation and deep space nine. There was an episode on deep space nine where they were visiting some planet. And, uh, one of the guys was just asking questions about, you know, their society, 
uh, that society thought he was like being a he's, he's a spy or whatever. So they they uh, captured him, they arrested him, they uh, they sentenced him. Uh, but their form of sentencing was uh, making him mentally go through like a twenty year sentence in a matter of hours. Oh, yeah. So when he he snaps out of this, he had fulfilled his sentence, but he you know mentally was twenty years older. Physically, it only been a couple hours. So that, you know, they were able to compress that time. I, I feel like it'd be something very similar. You know, we would have to kind of get to the point where we're, uh, where am I going with this? I don't even know. But, uh, oh, I know where you're going. We would all turn into Spock. Like, like just think logically about every detail. <laughs> that yeah. would be dope, by the way. I don't think so. I, mm-hmm. I feel like emotion is a spice of life. You know, there are bad spice. aspects. Of, yeah, so <laughs> we spicy. should call it the pet bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But like. It's the icing on the cake. It's the, uh, the, you've got the bad, you know, but you've got the good, you know, uh, the feeling of love, love, the feeling of happiness, the, the feeling of appreciation for, uh, arts and philosophy and all of that is just absolutely amazing. So I don't think we'd ever lose that, uh, especially if we, you know, sped up our thoughts, well, not sped up our thoughts, but if we'd only communicate telepathically, mm. I feel like it'd just be intensified yeah does anybody see the benefit of like family thanksgivings now we just sit down <laughs> okay got it bye <laughs> get it. we could Half put on ad blockers. blockers sounds great see you at the next one put okay. on ad blockers every thanksgiving like no political ads oh. <laughs> you and my family would fall apart yeah. <laughs> and get through all the uh the disappointment the parental disappointment in your life choices super quickly <laughs> yeah it'd be amazing do you do you all have like so your family rob is the uh, they debate politically at Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm at the head of that, but yeah, yeah we do that. Yeah, we, <laughs> bummer. We do a good old fashioned America Thanksgiving. <laughs> what about you, Candace? Um, it used to be when my grandma was alive. Not um, anymore. Oh man. <laughs> thankfully, I mean, <laughs> not. Wow. Okay, no, I'm not saying thankfully wow. she's not. I'm saying Miss thankfully it doesn't revolve around that anymore because she would she would always bring up the topic and like always bring up religion. It's like, oh my gosh, like can we just have a meal without <laughs> talking about this, please? So now that she's gone, we don't worry about that anymore. So it's yeah. very nice. <laughs> so what do you do the thing where you go around the table and each person says no. what they're thankful for? No, uh, yeah. Been doing that since the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> the the best part about being a father is that one's easy. It's a write off every year. They're like they get to me. I'm like Riley. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no, I think my mom one time did try to start a tradition where she like had this white tablecloth and we were going to use it every year. This was only a few years ago that she tried to start this and we would all like take a Sharpie and like write down on the tablecloth what we were thankful for, which was, I thought was pretty cool. Cause then we can go back the next year and like, you know, see what we wrote, Oh, but then it disappeared and we never did it again. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That is kind of a cool tradition. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was kind of a fun idea. Like each year you, when you write your height, on the doorway yeah. board, but you write what you're thankful for instead. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. then look, there's, there's grandma Parker. She's like, and thankful for <laughs> president Reagan and president Bush. Exactly. Like, like, exactly. <laughs> we, uh, my family got kind of a similar tradition, like for, uh, for new year's where we basically take a piece of paper. We light a candle. This is like a Colombian thing. Apparently. I don't know. Colombia. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we write down all of our, uh, goals or whatever, uh, everything that we, we want, you know, all of that, uh, things that we're thankful for, 
Uh, so you're kind of showing gratitude, but you're also showing ambition for the following year. And then you <laughs> open that up next year. It's we were never we were never that ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, my mom always used the Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for to do some passive aggressive attacks to her own children? I'm really thankful that I have a neighbor whose sons go and mow the lawn and don't make her do it. <laughs> my brother's like, look, 20 bucks, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. My stepdad's like, I'll do it for 25 cents. He did it one week. He undercut the competition. Next thing you know, no money. We're doing it every week. But was she thankful about that? No. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we talking about something different? <laughs> um, there was one holiday, I think. This is sort of off topic, but on topic of holidays, where my best friend and I, a few years ago, we were. it was one of those friendships where we like started to hate each other for a while. Mm. And there was some holiday in South, it was either South or Central America, where I think it was like the day after Christmas, like whoever, like it was family or like your best friend, you go outside and beat the shit out of each other just to like get out all of your aggressions Ooh. and then you start that you're fresh. So I was like, okay, we need to do that. Like we would always <laughs> joke about that. It's like, okay, can we go do this holiday now? So like a holiday purge, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to show you people what I think about you for one day. <laughs> what a country that was. Though. I don't remember. I'll, I'll have to look it up. Cause it was like, we were both like, yeah, like we could get into this. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I know in Columbia for, for Christmas, like, so Christmas is not really like a huge, you know, holiday. Uh, but I remember one year we we went down there and I got to like kind of cruise around Colombia for a couple of weeks. Um, we showed up on Christmas. Nobody was celebrating. Nobody cared. You know, whatever. They had a tree. But then it was uh, the two weeks afterwards that everybody was stoked for because the week after Christmas was like Carnival. So uh-huh. we got fucking crazy uh, for like a week straight. It was amazing. But uh, <laughs> they had this tradition where they would uh, they they had like scary looking people like parade down the streets like banging drums or whatever. I, I never knew, understood what that was, but it, I get kind of similar. Like mm-hmm. they were, they're going to get you if you're not good. They're going to kick your ass or something. I don't know. Maybe it was Columbia, but <laughs> yeah. 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 Here we call that Santa Claus. If yep. you're bad, he will fucking he will murder your family. You. <laughs> this was like some Krampus shit though, you know, oh, like Krampus. <laughs> Sick uh, Krampus reference. <laughs> Dude. Uh, so, if every friendship relationship were to just beat each other up every time they wanted to, I don't know, let something out or fix something, that would be so good because then there would be no bad relationships. Well, I mean, I think it would depend on the nature of the relationship to begin with, where you can be honest and open with each other about yeah. like how you're feeling. Cause it wouldn't work if it out of nowhere, like somebody just came up and like smacked you and oh. you're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> then it starts like a saloon brawl yeah. in a hole at the Thanksgiving table. <laughs> you throw your aunt out a window and I mean, that could be fun. (laughs) So I'm thinking like, what if that was a normal thing everywhere for every relationship? I say there'd be no bad relationships because they would all be better for it. Either the relationship would end, which makes it better yeah, (laughs) because it wasn't meant to be, or you talk shit out and you feel better, which makes the relationship better. Hmm. I definitely think there would be a, a level of maturity that we don't really see in this country. You know, because if, if you're going to have like a, a physical confrontation with somebody <laughs> regarding a uh, like an issue you have with them, you'd actually have to to be able to verbalize, you know, what you're feeling. I, I could never do that myself. Yeah. I, I can't hurt other people. <laughs> uh, I What if you were just in a like a what do they call that when there's a, an abandoned room that you can just trash? 
Oh, the I break know. What, room. I know. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But I, yeah, I'm not. I don't remember. Yeah, like just that would be a fun yeah. date. Ooh, <laughs> date idea. Just go and break shit down <laughs> and not have to clean it up. Yeah. That's my big thing. I don't want to clean it up. <laughs> it's a different kind of escape room. You just have to bust through the wall to get the fuck out <laughs> together. It's team oh, building. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I just got to thinking about the communication telepathic stuff because of what emotions mean to people. Oh, so and what if we would be without that? Oh, sorry. What were you going to say, Rob? I was going to say, um, I, I got kind of like a little bit paranoid thinking about the, uh, telepathic, like the communication, because there should be certain rules. I mean, this is now like a force that's so powerful. What if you telecommunicated some, some shit you didn't want to leave your head? Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like, so if it's easy to sit there and be like, hmm, you know, and then I mean, you, you, I mean, I guess you'd know what you were doing. It's the art of the telecommunicating, the tele. So I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I want him to know this. And I'm like, but I definitely don't want him to know. I just ate three of his Hershey kisses. And you're like, my kisses. And I'm like, Whoa. that would be kind of an outward OCD. Something about OCD. I think a lot of people maybe don't understand because generally OCD to people is, oh, I just have to have this paper lined up straight on my desk or something silly like that. But really a big aspect of OCD is invasive thoughts entering your Mm -hmm. mind when you don't want them to. Then if we had telepathy, everyone else could share those thoughts. I guess, I guess my question with this whole, like, you know, hypothetical situation that we're theorizing right now is, is it just our thoughts are open all the time to everybody or is it selective? Like I'm only want to share my thoughts with you right now versus I don't want Mike to hear this, but I want Tannis to hear this. Yeah. So I guess there still would be a human touch of being selective about it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what I was saying with the whole, like you would have to, to discipline your mind. And I'm sure this would like happen while you're developing, you know, growing up. Uh, but you would build up barriers mentally where, you know, it would take effort to communicate like it does now. We have to, to, you know, yeah, have some effort. Nice. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> we have to, uh, to, to have a level of effort, you know, to, to communicate with people, um, you know, because uh, communicating is a, is a skill, you know, some of us have it. Some of us don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Those of us who just stay home every day as often as possible. Same. Right here. <laughs> I don't think that has to do with, sorry, I'm eating a kiss. Um, I don't think that has to do with communication. She I think kisses that has with to- her teeth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, Jacob, can you uh, confirm this? Yes, you can. Mm, hey, honey. Um, <laughs> where I totally lost my train of thought. Gosh darn it. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Being introverted and staying at home, I don't think has anything to do with communication. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have, I guess, the desire to like seek out like, you know, socializing or whatever. It's like, I love staying at home. Are you kidding? I love watching whatever. But I also feel like I can communicate fine with other people. Yeah. And it's not necessarily about communicating. It's just I don't have a desire to be out in the world. So yeah. <laughs> I actually have to do So personal experience. I, I obviously don't speak for, for everybody, but, um, so before I moved out here, I would have considered myself a very social individual, uh, since moving here, uh, because I've been so, uh, I want to say I've kind of isolated myself. I've, I want to say I've lost a lot of the, the socializing skills that I, I used to like develop. 
Um, like, like I had a job teaching, so I had to get mm-hmm. in front of like 30, 40 people and actually teach them something and convey a thought and uh, make sure that they can actually pass the test. Uh, I couldn't do that now. I definitely mm-hmm. couldn't do that now. Um, what did you teach? Uh, massage therapy. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I worked for uh, the Utah College of Massage Therapy. Hell for a while. yeah. I was an adjunct instructor, <laughs> so I'd have like one or two classes every semester. It was fun. Um, but... But yeah, yeah, no, no, I definitely couldn't do that now. I, I used to manage a, a coffee shop and there's no chance in hell I could do that now. <laughs> I used to have to discipline people. I fired my best friend. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Oh my he, gosh. He told Damn. the customer to fuck off. I'm like, hey man, uh, I've got this video of you doing this. Uh, you also bragged about it afterwards. You're fired. Yeah. He's like, okay, well that sucks. What are you doing later? I'm like, let's go grab a beer. Cool. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. You guys were able to like separate that and oh, yeah. still be yeah. friends. So but, uh, that doesn't happen often. No, no. So... <laughs> I feel like practice, you know, definitely has a, a huge, you know, uh, impact on socializing, you know, being able to go out there and uh, have that desire to actually like speak to people, you know, <laughs> but I don't have that desire. <laughs> yeah, no, I've lost that desire completely. So I'm right I think that tourists. comes with age. Like when I was younger, it's like, yes, like, what are we doing tonight? Like, let's go out, let's go do something, yeah. you know, whatever, who's going to be there. But now I'm like, I'm just, I feel like an old lady and I'm like, I go to bed at eight. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's like, I just, I don't have that much of a desire to like be out in the world with all Mm -hmm. the quote unquote young kids, like partying at a, oh no, that's cringy to me. When you've got the comfort of your own home, maybe that's the part that changes you when you finally get out on your own, not with roommates, but just really on your own Yeah. past moving out of your Mom and dad's place past moving out. Look, of your I, uh, place. I'm almost at that place. <laughs> I'm almost there. She's a good roommate. I've seen your, your daughter? house, man. I've seen your I'm house. A, no, not my daughter. That's my other roommate. <laughs> you live on the Sacramento River, man. Your house is awesome. My mother's house is very awesome. I could never afford something like this. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking like this, too. Why? Your voice is so handsome. Yeah, because I was eating a kiss. <laughs> We're all about kisses on this show. Mm. Mm, especially Scarlet. <laughs> what? Are you talking about that one girl that we work with? Scarlet? Excuse me. Is that, that the name of your dog? <laughs> Stella? No. Oh, Stella. <laughs> Stella! Sorry about that. Welcome to the last time I've ever invited to do this podcast. <laughs> hey, you made it twice now. I'm not going to make it to the next one, pal. <laughs> I don't want that guy that thinks our dog is Scarlet ever Scarlet. back in this way. <laughs> Excuse me. I meant Stella was giving me the kisses. Hey, 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 Stella, you know I love you, right? Oh, my God. All right, Sophia. We'll see you later. So I actually had a kind of a thought along the same <laughs> lines of... Uh, what you're talking about as far as like uh, uh, aliens coming to kind of, I guess, I don't know if it was reclaim or harvest, you know, the the emotions or whatever that they're no longer capable of. Right. So the whole idea is they they would be studying us because we still have emotions and they don't. So they want to reclaim that. Mm. So I uh, so I've brought him up a couple of times, but you know, he's 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 definitely a uh, person that I, I find I find intriguing. But Robert Monroe. I don't know if you remember this from one of the earlier episodes, but he was a businessman, Astro Projection, Monroe Institute. Yeah, I don't know if any of this comes. I think out was right. that on our episode. Actually, probably. Okay, was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, one of his books, he um, he's astral projecting, and he, he comes across like he's got this being that's kind of guiding him, uh, and he tells his being, "I want to meet somebody that's not from this world." Uh, so, 
uh, first he the the creature takes him to like an advanced being, and uh, he describes the interaction uh, like being inside of a sun that was so blinding. And whenever this creature like like spoke or whatever, it was like vibrating him to death, basically. Hmm. But you know, to this creature, he was nothing more than a gnat, so he got kicked out. Um, nothing more than what? Uh, nothing more than like a gnat, you know, like oh. a little fly. A gnat. A gnat. Come on. You know, so he's trying to communicate with this man's being. The being had no desire to communicate with him whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Get out of here!" You know, mm-hmm. "Get out of here, fly." Shoe fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, he tells his guy, he's like, I want to meet somebody that's willing to actually communicate with me. So he, uh, he, he takes them to this, this like spaceship that's actually like hovering around the moon. Um, our moon our or moon. just a moon? Our moon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The so moon. And, uh. the, the only moon that exists. <laughs> no. Uh, so, um, and, and he starts talking to this creature and the creature's whole purpose for being on this planet was to harvest, uh, humor, you know, <laughs> laughter, the emotion, uh, of, of, you know, the joyful, you know, the, the joy that comes from humor, basically. That's that's what he's harvesting uh, in a very non-invasive way. And he, he explains to Robert Monroe that, that you know, uh, humor and laughter is is a, a it's the precious... the best medicine. Well, the <laughs> precious commodity in the universe is not something that every creature can, uh, can conceptualize, mm-hmm. you know, can comprehend. So being able to harvest this in some weird way, you know, he can make you know, profit on it or whatever. And that, that was his interaction, basically. You know, this, this random creature uh, had an appreciation for human humor, and that's why he was here visiting our planet. That's a cool concept. Yeah. Do you think dogs or cats have humor, or are they just sad all the time? <laughs> I would say happy. my me. cats do, because they fuck with each other all the time, and it's hilarious, and I think that they have fun. So. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, they definitely do, because, yeah, yeah if if you wait too long to clean their litter box they will use your pillow this is true too yeah they're like fuck you well i would yeah yeah what's on your mind robert oh like nothing like nothing what you were talking about that's what was on my mind nothing hey where'd scarlet go she's over here with me now giving me her kisses. No, I, I, I did want to um, talk about something. I mean, it was a show that I think that w- when we were when we were growing up, I, I it wasn't like a great show, but it was there. Do y'all remember um, Third Rock from the Sun? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about watching this show later in life, not at the time because I didn't care, right? I didn't care. I only went back when I was like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I want to watch one episode to see what this guy was like. <laughs> did I stick around for two or three episodes? And it was just because of the concept that these aliens had visited Earth and they had formed, they, they, they took the shape of humans, but they were all experiencing emotions for the first time. So the main care, the main actor, John Lithgow, I don't know if anybody's familiar with John Lithgow. No, no. Who is this? Dexter. I'm no, kidding. Not, I'm not he's not Dexter, going. but he's in Dexter. <laughs> yeah. So he's, yeah, he was like that awful guy <laughs> in Dexter. He's the, you know, he's John Lithgow. He's the, the famous actor. Hey, from yes, Footloose. John Lithgow. Wasn't hey. he the bad guy in a uh, cliffhanger? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. A bad guy in cliffhanger. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> the, the best part is because he's such a good actor was watching him as a middle-aged man. I think he was like four in his forties or fifties and he's acting like a child because he couldn't <laughs> take, like he's, he's, he's embracing jealousy for the first time or like the fact that he's uh. not getting the attention on him and stuff. And he would be like, but why it's me? Like, you know, and he'd go all out. I'm no actor. Like I couldn't do it. <laughs> but the, the, the idea was that was what was so fun was somebody of that age, or at least we perceived him to be a 40 year old 
man, experiencing emotion for the first time and how, uh, I don't know, there was like, I mean, there's like 200 episodes and it's all just dealing with normal things that we humans deal with, but from a completely different perspective. Yeah. So I'll go back now and I'll give that show more credit than whenever I was just growing up and I was like, God, I hope the show ends so I can watch Friends. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Great show. And yeah, no, like the, 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 what was it? The son was supposed to be older than oh. John Lithgow's character. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember one like episode where, you know, uh, John Lithgow's characters, you know, sitting on his lap or whatever. He's like, you know, trying to comfort him or something like that. <laughs> And somebody like walks in on it or something and they're like just having like a lighthearted, like it's going to be okay, champ kind of a thing. And then the guy's girlfriend or comes, so comes in and like, what, what is this? And he's like, we're done. I'm out. You know, I don't know. You remember that episode? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I, I, <laughs> I, I can definitely see it playing out. Right. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I thought that it was, it was funny because when I was growing up, I mean, I didn't have that perspective yet. I just thought like, look, a bunch of goofy people doing goofy things. This yeah. is more interesting than Seinfeld. Because I'm yeah. just talking like this in one place. <laughs> At least these people are animated and they're doing all this fun stuff. But watching it now, I'm realizing like, this is definitely not the way that a 40-something-year-old principal would act if yeah. his girlfriend went out with another guy. And that's why it's so great. You know, how how fun would it be in your own mind to think, what if I wasn't me? What if I haven't lived these last 30 years as myself? What if I was a visitor and now I'm experiencing chocolate for the first time and I ate like 10 of these things and I couldn't get enough chocolate? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's dated humor, but it's it's definitely something to think about, you know, like we as humans, we are the only ones experiencing these emotions. I'll, I'll make the argument that as much fun as your cats are having, like, I don't, I don't know if, <laughs> if, if these animals ever could grasp humor or I've never heard a dog laugh or anything, though. It certainly looks like, you know, sometimes they have that snarky look like they, they, mm -hmm. but it's all our, it's our concepts that are going, well, that's why he thinks it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> We're humanizing them. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Like my mom does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's hungry. He didn't, he well, I mean, that's that. true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Concept that I think it needs to come back, like Starman. I've never uh, seen Starman. I've been meaning right. to watch that I want to watch it. Mm. I've never heard of it. Well, it's that, like a, I, what's his face? Jeff, Jeff Bridges, Bridges, right? Bridges. Yeah. It's a John okay. Carpenter film. It's like an old, like, 80s. That's not want. that old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid, it's old. <laughs> the reason I want to watch that again is because I saw it when I was a kid. So the context now would be totally different. Yeah. So premise, um, wife loses her husband and then like randomly an alien crash lands on our planet and assumes his identity. So she's kind of dealing with this alien that's, you know, trying to pass himself off as human. That Does looks like she his... know that he's an alien? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, she, she's trying to deal with this, this creature mm -hmm. that looks like her deceased husband that recently happened. So mm -hmm. he sounds kind of like a pervert to me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you can be this person over here. He just died. He's an old man. He has no real living relatives. He's like, who's that babe over there? That, that That's Karen Allen from Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be her husband real quick. <laughs> Don't tell her I'm, I'm not him. Well, she knows he died. Okay, well, like, uh, just let me do the explaining here. <laughs> hey, honey. It's me, Mr. Jeff Bridges. Oh, you're dead. Don't kiss me. What are you talking about? Hey, I'm back. Come on. <laughs> Shit. Is that what Starman's about? Is that, yeah, is yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a, a skit on this show where Michael describes a movie and then Robert does. <laughs> uh, Rob will clearly win this, this skit. I don't yeah, know. Wow. It's not really a competition, but he's going to be so much better at this. Is this real? It is now. Oh, God. This is so much fun. I love playing do games. Do you want to do this? Name a movie. I'll try to describe it if I know it. 
Does one of us need to be blindfolded? Is that how this works? <laughs> okay. The name um, of the movie is Toy Story. No, I heard that. Perfect. Okay. I, don't. I was going to say Silence of the Lambs. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I've actually never. Like, really? So so I've, I've seen bits and pieces. I know like Jodie Foster's mm-hmm. character. He's like a forensic scientist or something like that, right? No, she's a detective. She's. I think she's a detective. She works it, for the FBI. Like researching or not. Uh, she, she's. Stead, no, what, what what do you call it? He's detecting shit? I don't know. <laughs> so the she's off detecting shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, and has to talk to uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins' character, who's mm-hmm. a cannibal. Yeah, yeah, they have a talk at one yeah. part. Just one talk. Just a <laughs> quick just, little talk. And by the way, can I point out what a creative name choice Hannibal was for this guy? Mm. They're like, mm, uh, they're like, hey, uh, how's that book going? Oh, it's going good. I'm, I'm just writing some stuff now. Well, how much more you got? I'm really hungry right now. Well, I just have to figure out this guy's name. <laughs> hey, well, can you tell me a little bit about him? He eats people. I, his name's uh, Hannibal, the cannibal. They're like, perfect. Let's go to Chili's. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, Couldn't give him like Lester or like even like a cool, like like even Lestat. Lester. Well, I was thinking of like Lestat because of Interview with the Vampire. Okay. And I thought like, you know, they didn't call him Lampire. <laughs> <laughs> Stampire. Your, your Stampire. name will be Lampire from here on out. Yeah, like, you, you've seen you've seen Club Dread, right? Uh, it's the follow up to uh, the boys, the the broken lizards. Yeah, man, yeah, I love yeah. that movie. Uh, have I mentioned that on the show yet? Maybe but, I, I I may have mentioned the whole my favorite part of that one. The whole hey, did, do you guys have did you guys have a uh, Pac Man in in Costa Rica? No, we had a cheap Nicaraguan version called Circle Eater. Penelope. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's the 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 killer in that movie. His name is uh, Machete Phil, <laughs> but the guy's name is Phil Coletti. Oh. Machete, Machete Phil. Nice. Oh man, you remember That's that one? It. I love that kind of shit. The one scene where uh, where they're all around the the campfire and Club Dread, you know, the guy that owns the island, uh, uh, Co- Coconut Pete. It's like R. an old uh, Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, man. I love Bill Paxton. <laughs> is he dead? I didn't know yeah, this. Man. Is he dead? That was a national tragedy, my man. When I did that happen? I had that no day. idea. Yeah, I was really upset. It's game over, man. Yeah, no, he's classic. I fucking loved him in Aliens. Yeah, that was what a year ago ish. Yeah, and you know I'm what? Out of the loop. No More idea. than I'm upset that he actually died. I'm upset that he couldn't just die after filming the sequel to Live Die Repeat. Because I mean, yeah. I, I'm gonna need him in that sequel. Oh man! Can we CGI him? Is Paul Walker's brother available for? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not doing anything. Oh man! Well, no. So there's a uh, they're they're all around a campfire and uh, and they're all singing songs. He's an old like folk musician, like a uh, burnt out folk musician from like the 70s. And uh, he one of the girls is like, play uh, play Margaritaville. Oh yeah, no. He's it's like Pina Colada Yeah, he starts freaking. Out. You, I think you mean Pina Colada Burke. <laughs> <laughs> no, Margaritaville. And then he starts freaking out on Pina Colada Burke, the one that I wrote like six years before. You know, and he starts freaking. Out. Somebody has to walk him away. Yeah. I love that. No, that was one of the best characters. That was like a, that was one of the best parts of that movie was just obviously playing that Jimmy Buffett knockoff, man. <laughs> In a world where Bill Paxton is remembered by everyone. God, man, what a, what a legend. I really enjoyed him in movies. Me too. Not I thought you were going to leave it at, I really enjoyed him. Really that was that one night. That one night. It, it, it was telepathically mutual. 
Well, that's I was. good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it only lasted. You passed each other on the street. It only lasted a second, but that data dump was just, oh, my right. God. <laughs> yeah. Bill Paxton knows and loves me. My soulmate. He dumped in my brain. Oh. <laughs> uh, Take what? us back to Titanic. Oh. oh, he was in that, wasn't he? I love that movie. Oh, man. I gotta go back and, like, watch his entire, you know, visit. Well, I, let me let me save you hours worth here, and uh, let me just chalk it up to, you need to see Weird Science when he played the older brother. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. You definitely need to see True Lies when he so, played the sleazy car oh salesman, soul, right? Yes. How good was that? That was yes. career defining right there. Yeah. And um Well, I think Twister is when he became a household name. Yeah. Right? Twister. But, yeah, oh my fuck, god. I he was the main character Twister. in Twister. Yeah. Classic. Dude, I saw them in theaters. Really? Yeah. Oh. And of course everyone remembers Game Over Man. Maybe they didn't yeah. oh, know man. it was him who said it, but for those people that think that the first Alien movie was the best of the franchise, go to hell. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. It's James Cameron. James Cameron. I get it. They're two different genres, but I mean, if you don't like Aliens over Alien, get the hell out of here. Well, one of them is a sequel to Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> is it Aliens? It's Alien 3. Alien 3 is a sequel to Titanic. Oh, man. Terminator 5 is a sequel to Titanic. Which one? No, 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 no. Don't joke with me about the Terminator franchise. Which one is 5? Let's, th- let's, Genesis, let's think. Genesis, my dude. That is Genesis. I actually really liked that one. No, Genesis yeah. was good. Genesis was good. Genesis was good. What are they doing with this next one? I know it's coming okay, out next November, but like, are they a, continuing the Genesis storyline? or No. Are they Halloweening this shit? <laughs> yes. It's a choose your own adventure? <laughs> yes, but there's a reason for that. The rights are going back to James Cameron if they haven't already. So he's producing. I got you. They're, oh, so John Carpenter's back on board. I got you. They're right. Halloweening this shit. Right. And they're, did you see how much money the Halloween made? <laughs> Jim, we need to make this movie. He's like, I'm making Avatar three and four. <laughs> Jim, I have the pictures of you. I have the pictures. I can release them. Uh. <laughs> all right, Arnold. Fuck it. Can I just put my name on it? That's all we need. I will leave the picture at the bottom of the cookie jar. Schwarzenegger was just here like a week ago. He's yeah. going to whoop my ass. I was listening to the dad of the bear. <laughs> Can you believe this? I He's actually on my bucket list of people to meet before they die. Oh, and telepathically love, communicate with. Yeah. yeah. That's get that telepathic yeah. dump. I'm sorry I'm all mm. over the place here. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I loved him growing up. And um, we were talking earlier but i'll bring the conversation to the to the listener now we were talking about how john, john, johnny depp single-handedly trashed his own career how he's not as lucrative a name anymore schwarzenegger did the same thing yeah so like when i was growing up i mean i can still watch these films i don't know if i'm watching it from the perspective of like oh when i was a child this was my hero versus like if like my daughter watched an old schwarzenegger film and she's just like who's this loony goofy man you know <laughs> But I watch it and I just I admire him. Yeah. I watch like Last Action Hero. I watch mm. I watch all the classics. I watch Kindergarten Cop. Hey, you want dude, to be a farmer? And I'm just in Here's love. a couple of acres. Here's a couple acres. <laughs> dude, and I'm telling you, I love Schwarzenegger. And I watch his films now and I just think, poor bastard. Same thing I think when I watch Johnny Depp's films now. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, God, man, why couldn't you just like retire? There's a bit that Bill Burr does, the comedian. Bill Burr. Oh, I love Bill Burr. Yeah. Dude. Sounds like Bilbo, but <laughs> Bilber. Bilber. <laughs> he has this uh, bit on Arnold about how people trashed him because of that affair issue with the maid, whatever that was about. 
But like how that somehow discounts every other accomplishment in his whole life. No, man. No, no. Like the dude is from Austria, comes here, becomes a famous movie star in the U.S. and then a governor of one of our states. Yeah, no. It's a pretty weird life. (laughs) Dude, it's, I think it's pretty fucking cool. (laughs) You guys ever see his like first film? Was it Hercules in New York? Hercules in New York made a fantastic acting job in that. (laughs) (laughs) Like by the background extras? No, no. That's why, that's why I think that, that, that when he was like, Jim, you know, I think that this movie Terminator is going to be good for me. He's like, yeah, but you're playing the robot, right? <laughs> I thought I could play this, this character that the one that, that has the love scene with the woman. They're like, well, <laughs> you just, you can be the robot. Can you say, I will be right back. He's like, I will be They're Like, perfect. I'll just be do back. that. Just do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that scene when he, they got the I'll be back line. It wasn't even in the movie. That was just, uh, he had to take a piss. He's like, God, I'll be back. <laughs> no, you, and they, they kept it in. Yeah, I tell That's you what, you know what I love about you, Tannis, is the fact that you're authentic Schwarzenegger. You didn't say, I'll be back. You said A-L-L, the way that he says it. You know, you're like, you know what's great about the line, I'll be back? And I'm like, yes, I'll be back. Yes. I like the people when they speak about Schwarzenegger, they say it with the passion. <laughs> then the, the descriptions. I love Schwarzenegger, man. No one's going to save you from this. That's you know, awesome. every time a new Terminator movie is announced, he gets interviewed and he always says the same thing. If it has a good story, I'll be there. And then every time it either flops or doesn't have a direct sequel. And <laughs> yeah, you, you know what he's saying, but like he's saying that out loud, but te- telepathically he's saying, anytime there's a paycheck, I'll be there. Yes. <laughs> Your gems. What are you doing now? <laughs> Can you just put your name on this picture right here? Do I have to show up? Not at all. <laughs> Look, guys, he's producing. Candace, are there any uh, <laughs> famous actors, thespians who have, had this kind of effect on you? Not, no. I'm going to say no, but instincted when I was Ooh, a kid. Yeah. Yes. I, I had scrapbooks. I collected everything. So, so did my sister. Yeah. I, uh, Bye 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 came up on the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. playlist. Really? That's day. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was them, right? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Good job. They were, that was not Backstreet Boys. Okay. So we're O-Town. good. We're good. Oh gosh. O-Town. But like the cool Jeez. thing was, was that like, you know, like you could have as easily said Backstreet Boys, but you knew back when you're a little girl, as, as you know it in your heart right now, Justin Timberlake was a far, he had the, uh, a much better quality of music, much better band, better pretty and everything. And you'll still have like these, these people that grew up with us in the nineties and they're like, no, it's 98 degrees. No, it's actually boys. And none of that's quality. Justin Timberlake and his boys, that was quality. And I'm telling you that with all seriousness. And you saw that and it always stayed with you. And look, the test I of time. wasn't, I mean, Justin was fine. I was all about Lance Bass. Oh, never mind. I, I was in love with him and he turned out to be gay and yeah. my heart was broken. So it's happened 10 other times in my life. So that's a thing. Wow. <laughs> my heart is broken 11 times. <laughs> How many more breaks can this heart take? <laughs> None more breaks. <laughs> I'll be back. I'm taking a heart break. That would be sad. That makes me sad. <laughs> so cats um, have a good sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the conclusion that we've come to. <laughs> I love cats. Yeah, I fucking amazing. love them. Cats so They're awesome. so easy. <laughs> Some people think cats are aliens and they are the ones with telepathy. I don't know. I don't know if alien 
But then again, I don't know if, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm not saying I know. You cannot disprove it, so therefore it could be true. But man, I mean, there's just something, there's something deeper going on with a cat than with a dog. You and I mean I know that that's like that's like you know there's something sugary about chocolate, it's, you know. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, I have never gotten along with a cat. I don't like cats. I mean, they're all right. They're just they're the devil. <laughs> Your eye is twitching right now. <laughs> Maybe you were killed by a cat in your last. Ooh, life. Oh, man, you guys ever see that tales uh, tales from the dark side? Tales oh, of yeah. the cats. <laughs> Wait, Did you say tales from? Can the I cats? ask you a question, Mike? <laughs> I've seen Tales from the Dark Side. <laughs> what the fuck is Tales from the Cats? No, no, no. Tales from the Dark Side. There was the one episode with the cats. It had to do with something like a like a killer cat. But like, no, okay. <laughs> All right. It was far scarier than I'm making it sound. Did they spell it T-A-I-L-S? Tales of the Cat. Well, no. Okay. So it was the Tales from the Dark Side movie. You know, uh, there was like a three-parter movie, two-parter, something like that. Uh, but there was a like a deadly cat or something like that. I don't remember where this cat came from. It was like an ancient cat from like Egypt. I don't even remember the premise of this particular short story. I, mean, I, I think just we remember all need to the, watch it. The, the very end of it. It was uh, somebody like going to check on the owner of this cat or something like that. Spooky. And <laughs> and when the person walked in. He sees a lifeless corpse on the floor. And what happens? Slight movement from the body. What is Twitch? Another movement from the body. All of a sudden it starts moving up his head. Not the hands. His mouth starts to open up wide. And what comes out? This deadly cat. <laughs> it's not a tuna. It's a kitty cat. It was a cat the whole time. Oh, you man. know how... Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. I love you, Mike. Thank you. Ooh, my cheeks hurt. Oh, my butt hurts. Oh, sounds like a personal problem. I laugh out Get of my Get a squatty butt. potty. <laughs> Ooh. I love squatty potties. Shall we dive into the topic? I showed that video to our entire team the other day, and one of them bought one right on the spot. Yeah, the one so. with the unicorn. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, wow. Yeah, they're like, amazing. Like I never bought a squatty potty, yeah. but you know, I took like a foam roller and used that. Same oh thing. yeah, yeah well, any, like anything that elevates your legs. Yeah, yeah. So we should be sponsored by Squatty Potty. Just saying. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I have a Send jungle gym up. hanging from the ceiling above my toilet. <laughs> you kinky <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> my bathrooms. Name is Pearl Harbor. That's pretty good. I like that. I never thought about naming a bath. I name everything. I never thought about naming a uh, bathroom. For those of us not uh, intellectually uh, advanced <laughs> enough to understand the joke, why is uh, your name of your bathroom? You're not the only one here. I don't get this one. I was dropping bombs. Yeah, oh. duh. I thought that was obvious. Okay, I've now realized I'm too... <laughs> <laughs> Too advanced for the joke, then. <laughs> Are you an alien? Rest in peace, Michael Bay. <laughs> is, is he, he dead? Is he dead? No. no. <laughs> He's not. That movie is dead, though. Oh, movie. yeah. No, wait. Josh, the Josh Hartnett classic? <laughs> oh, gosh. I used to love him. Mm. I think we all yes. love Josh Hartnett. 40 <laughs> Days and 40 Nights or whatever. Yeah, that's a great so. movie. Right was there. that his movie right after Halloween H2O? Oh. 
Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I think the only movie of his I ever liked was The Faculty. Oh, Ooh, I love no, that movie. No, that no. movie is good. There is a true piece of shit movie that we're not mentioning right now. Do you remember the Harrison Ford, Josh Hartnett, buddy cop movie, Hollywood Homicide? Never got around to seeing that. Yeah, I never saw this mm-hmm. one. I guess so, we're missing uh, the out. The faculty. That was a good one. Huh? <laughs> That's my idea. I brought that up. That's me. I think I rented that movie on VHS. Hell yeah. From Paradise Video. <laughs> it's a uh, pleasure video. Pleasure oh my gosh. From shut pleasure up. video. It's what's oh called pleasure. Uh, I was there last night. Uh, Candace, you can close us out now. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Before I close this out, <laughs> I do want to make a disclaimer that on the last episode I was on, I said something about how when I get off work, I have to go home and like cook and clean and do all that stuff that I, you know, makes me not want to do anything else in my life. Um, I don't cook. <laughs> Jacob does all of the cooking in our house. So I oh, want to make that Jacob. perfectly clear to everybody that he is an amazing cook and I don't cook. I believe uh, that. I believe that. I yeah. thought that was going to come around to like you defending yourself for something like, oh, yeah, no. I, uh, I sounded <laughs> like a dick. And, uh, no, if, I just uh, don't cook. I just don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> if we're making clarifications, there was also this one episode where I might have said I peed in the corner of my dorm room. Yes. Oh, I, uh, God. Sorry. Oh, that was a joke. <laughs> I woke up one day. I, well, I didn't wake up. Uh, hold on. Can we start it one more time? You didn't wake up. Start it one more time. I was already asleep. Then I woke up the next morning. And when I walked to the corner of the room, there in the corner, was a puddle. How did it get there? Where did it get there? Why did it get there? Get down. Now. Who put it there? Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Scarlet gets all the blame. Stella! <laughs> so with that, I will say that I am Candace Parker. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, my name's Robert Chase. Is anybody eating that last Hershey kiss? You are. Oh, you okay, okay, my yeah, dude. All right, my name is Stella. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Tannis Cassidy at Tannis Cassidy. That's my body, not my Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was Mike. My name's my name's Robert Schwarzenegger, and this has been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you today. I, I, I. Johnny, say something. Okay. Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. Thanks for the tip, kid.